It's great to be back. It's been way too long since I've done this show. And it's been a busy year with West Warwick High School TV really taking off, covering sporting events, helping out the elementary, middle, and high schools by recording their holiday concerts, which had limited to no parental attendance because of the pandemic. So, with all that behind us and the school year coming to a close, I figured it's time to get back to doing what I really love, radio. And what better way to kick things off than by chatting with the critters from Bikini Bottom, a.k.a. the cast of the recently wrapped up Spongebob musical. We'll talk about their show, the TV series, and test their knowledge about the TV series. And we'll do it all right here on this episode of the Words with Wizards podcast. This is the Words with Wizards podcast, your look at the world through the lens of West Warwick High School. It's where we talk to interesting people, visit cool places, and sometimes hit on a big story. And at the end of it all, you'll learn a little more about what's going on in the land of the orange and black. And now, here's your host. A man who, like Spongebob, once ripped his pants picking up marshmallows. Eric White. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. This is episode 22 at long last, and today is Monday, March 28th, 2022. This is the Words with Wizards podcast. As you heard in the opening, this is the first episode in a while, five months to be exact, between teaching four English classes and also a journalism class and broadcast journalism class, overseeing the morning show and covering events for West Warwick High School TV, I had just been really too busy to do the thing I love so much, which is this show. So now that we have masks off and are somewhat back to normal around here, I picked up the show again and hopefully we'll never have a hiatus that long again. Last week, I sat down with the three leading cast members of the SpongeBob musical. Just a note, we refer to Sheldon during the interview, and that would be a Sheldon J. Plankton, a character in the TV series and in the musical. I brought with me into the studio a stuffed figure of Plankton, which I've had for about 10 years. And uh, I'll, put the, I'll put a picture up of him uh, on the Words with Wizards website, which is uh, part of the WWHS TV website so that you can see what we're talking about. And now, here's what the cast had to say. 2,000 years later. Thank you for kicking off the show with me again. And uh, I saw the SpongeBob musical went Saturday night with my, uh, my stepson, my granddaughter, and my daughter, who graduated from here in 18. We loved it. We're big fans of the show. So... Ethan Britson, who played Patrick Starr, Marcus D'Ambra, who played the lead role of SpongeBob SquarePants, mm -hmm. and Sarah Petrangelo, who played Sandy Cheeks. Thank you very much, and welcome to the show. Of course. Oh, thank you. It's awesome. That's okay. great. All right, so I've got some hard-hitting questions. Mm -hmm. no, not, not really. Right. How does it feel now that the show is done, Ethan? Uh, I feel so relieved the show's done. Um, I mean, we've done it for one weekend, and... Most shows that I've done, we've done it for two weekends, but mm -hmm. this was most stressful, like getting everything in, uh, getting anything in order every day, and uh, and one day we had to do two shows for one day, which is the first time we did, which was, I think, the most stressful thing we've ever done, but uh, showing everyone the uh, 
the ropes around around here, how to do costume change and how to uh, how to clean clean up after themselves after a show. I think uh, that's been what's most stressful is is getting everyone uh, familiarized with their first show. So what about you, Marcus? I feel like accomplished after that because we worked so hard on it and we worked for a long time and we um, I feel like we did a really good job and it was all worth it though but it went by really fast because we're not used to the one weekend but yeah i'm definitely gonna miss it and it was probably the highlight of my year i feel accomplished more than like sad you know what i mean yeah absolutely how about you sarah yeah i agree with marcus i definitely feel accomplished but i feel more sad it's like you work towards we've been working since what october Mm -hmm. i think yeah Mm -hmm. the end of october early november it's like you work up to this one weekend and then it's like done and it's like what do we do now what do we do with our time but it's good because the senior showcase slash the cabaret is coming up but everyone looks forward to the main stage show and it's obviously the most fun uh the cabaret any uh release date for that yet or i think there's a date i think it's towards the end of april but i know we're starting within the next two weeks i'll have my research staff get on that you got that sheldon (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) oh that was cool got my eye on you Mm mm-hmm Yeah, one I eye. I bought this at Universal 10 years ago. Wow. Oh my gosh, finally coming oh, to use. Yes, finally. Universal. So let me ask this. How familiar are you with the TV show? I love SpongeBob. I've always watched it. Like my parents say to me this day, you're 17 years old. Why are you still watching SpongeBob? It's like what we, our generation grew up with. And to think that we were doing it as a show was totally crazy. And I'm not even going to lie. The first time I heard it, I was like, how SpongeBob, like this TV show that's been going on forever, being turned into a musical. Yeah. But if you went to it, it all makes sense. And all the characters come to life, and it's just so awesome yeah. seeing this childhood come to life. Yeah. It's crazy. What about you, Marcus? Did you watch the show growing up? Oh, yeah, definitely. I was a big fan watching all... Like, that was probably my number one show still to this day. Yeah. Me and my brother and my sister love that show, so we've grown up on that. You know, we, like, recite episodes and scenes and stuff. So I love it, and it was awesome to actually do it, like, as a musical, and, like, it was cool, and the musical was great. Like, yeah. I thought it was going to be, like, kind of weird, but, like, no, it was it, it was really well done as a musical. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I, I thought they did a great job adapting the musical there's a couple of things missing and i'm gonna Mm -hmm. talk to you guys about that you know on the one hand you can't fit every single character that ever was into the musical but on the other hand uh i'll 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 tell you later on what i missed ethan well uh me growing up i was always in between tv shows but as i got older i started to grow more into spongebob i mean Watching SpongeBob when I was younger, the uh, the animation with the live action that that scared me a little. Yeah. <laughs> considering the fact how how much more uh, more surprising and more uh, supreme it it really looked. But uh, when I started getting older, I started to realize the more humor and the more understanding of how the shows work, and I've really drawn into the show very much especially patrick star <laughs> yeah like you get the inside jokes now yeah <laughs> yeah the inside jokes the adult jokes yeah, exactly yeah, yeah every good cartoon will put stuff in there for the parents i know the brothers and sisters because mm-hmm. we would watch like spongebob like throughout the week show week and you get the adult jokes now and it's like oh you don't remember that as a kid but no, it's crazy no. 
there was one. I'll share one with you, and it had to do with Sheldon. Oh. One one joke that Sheldon told is uh, he was talking to his computer wife Karen <laughs> and bothering him about this and that, and the line was, "I never should have installed that nagging software." <laughs> <laughs> it's stuff like that. Yeah. And even in our show, there was a few adult jokes, and yeah. that's why I'm like, it definitely appealed to all age groups. Because yeah. let me tell you, there was some jokes in there. I don't know if everyone got them, but yeah, there was. You gotta put some stuff at, at some point. At some point in these things. The kids will turn to the parents and say, what's so funny? What are you laughing yep. at? And I'm not laughing at, you know? Yeah. Right. Let me, let me do this. I didn't have this written down, but I want to I wanna, uh, ask. Favorite episode. I'll start with you, Marcus. Favorite episode of SpongeBob. You don't have to remember oh, the gosh. exact name, but give me a favorite episode that you um, have. I think one of my favorites is probably the episode Band Geeks. <laughs> That's a really good one. Which one? Was that the one where they ended up playing in the bubble at yeah, the, the end? Yeah, the bubble bowl, yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Like uh, Sweet the, Victory. Yes, they played Sweet Victory, and so Squidward good. was in charge, and yeah. it was a disaster. He no, uh, he won. He g- until the end. Until the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> until the end, and then they played uh, awesome. Okay, Sarah. I mean, if we're talking about Sandy, definitely the Alaskan bullworm episode, <laughs> but. There was, like, this one episode. I don't know its name. It was, like, with Bubble Bass, and they were talking about, like, the pickles under the tongue. Oh, Do you yes, know what that's yes. called? I don't know what it's called, but it. I don't know. He, it's he so hard. He was uh, accusing SpongeBob of forgetting to put the pickles mm-hmm. on the Krabby Patty, and then SpongeBob thought he lost it, and he yep. couldn't do anything. Oh, my gosh. When, in actuality, Bubble Bass hid the pickles <laughs> on his tongue. Sneak. So, so. Oh, my gosh. Ethan, favorite episode. Oh, I have a lot of favorite episodes, but the one favorite I just thought of, I really love the chocolate bar Oh my episode. gosh, yeah. That was a good one. Love that one. I mean, Patch. I, I love chocolate. <laughs> oh my gosh. Chocolate. You rub it on your skin and you live forever. <laughs> and then, speaking of adult jokes... Mm-hmm. There's the there's the, the fish, and she's living with her mother, who's like, chocolate, I love chocolate. And then they said, it'll make you live forever, and you can see the daughter no. going like this. No. <laughs> she knows there's a scam. No, we did notice that when we watched it the other day. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite one was the one where SpongeBob got Squidward to buy into what he was doing and where they thought Mr. Krabs was a robot. Oh, that's oh, a good one, too. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And the, the fact that Squidward bought into it, and mm-hmm. what made it hilarious. You the know, song. The, the, the song and then uh, the salt in the eyes. and then <laughs> Squidward yeah. is such an underrated character, if you I ask love me. Squid. I love you him. you yeah. need that levity, the straight exactly. guy, to balance out the happy-go-lucky mm-hmm. guy. Sebastian so. did it great. All different types really of did it justice. Yeah, Sebastian hit it right awesome. on. Awesome. So awesome. Yeah. Squidward, his face said it all. Yeah, and yeah. he did. And they, as far as the costumes, I mean, they had you dressed up as SpongeBob. They, you dressed up as Patrick. You dressed up as Sandy. But they, it seemed that they gave you some some leeway. Like you weren't wearing a helmet. Like yeah. humanized. Humanized yeah. versions. Yeah, it was awesome. I it's like. It's like yeah, it's straight from the episodes. But I think the whole point of the musical is to kind of make the characters more human and yeah. kind of like make you imagine it more. Yeah. In a way. Relate yeah. to it mm-hmm. more. As a- what did you do? to prepare for your character? Huh. What I had to do was I had to think a lot like Patrick, like how he moves, how he like uh, makes uh, facial expressions, and uh, sort of how, how he talks. But just by reading the musical, I tried to 
like uh, Sarah said, I try to make him more of a human character, mm -hmm. but also try to bring uh, Patrick's humor sort of back for people to see, and uh, that's yeah. what I was really looking forward to. I think the three guys who were sitting in front of me knew you because they were laughing at every not not that you were everybody was laughing at you but I I can't remember I don't know who they were but they were just like every time you took the stage so you were funny that guy. oh yeah so every funny. every line I said people laughed at but I've been doing like a, an an Patrick I'm sorry an impression of Patrick for for a uh, long for a long time mm. I mean I have yeah. the deep voice and just I the accuracy yeah you sound That's so funny just like yeah and I imitate Patrick and it's and I when I get it matched right it's just uh I think of how funny that is and uh yeah. how I really wanted to uh do that for this musical even Patrick. like your movements it was good it was great you did a great <laughs> yeah. job really yeah. good I mean I think I think you know given you you know you the big Ophi guy uh, is Patrick, and mm -hmm. you have the size and the height to pull it off, and the voice to pull it off. And oh yeah, I mean, I gotta fit into the part, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, if you were SpongeBob and he was Patrick, it, it wouldn't, wouldn't, make yeah. no. wouldn't make sense. No, wouldn't make sense. Um, so, uh, Marcus, what did you do to prepare? Because you know, you had—I think you probably had, in my opinion, the toughest job mm. because that the Spongebob voice is very difficult to do, but it seems that you, you did it when you needed to, but you took it in your own direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I felt like I, um, it was hard because like the singing was really high too, like, and I don't have a really, really high voice, but like getting up there was hard and like learning and, and doing the right technique and stuff. But yeah. I know the voice cause I've watched it for years. So mm -hmm. like just kind of incorporating that and like to my voice and how my voice sounds, but also like making it, and also taking um, examples from like the musical, how that guy did it. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of, different things that I took to try to like um, imitate it yeah because they they took liberty and mm -hmm. made it made yeah. it their own as well yeah. Yeah. so there's a fine line and you know I guess when you're when you're doing a musical based on a show that everybody knows mm -hmm. if you did the exact same thing as the show it wouldn't be as good exactly, exactly. But if you go too far away, yep. mm -hmm. then people will say that's not it mm -hmm. it's hard yeah. it's hard yeah. yeah and it's such an iconic show that mm -hmm. it's like it's hard to yeah. live up to some of the expectations it that works. some people... It, yeah. it, it does. It was great. It does. You guys did great. And uh, morning show anchor Morgan Judd had mm. watched some of the Broadway version and said you yes. guys did better. Not wow. just because you're you guys. That was very nice of her. you nice. did yeah. a better job. She's so nice. different. Conforming to the characters. Well, that's and making great. it your own and blending a little bit into the show. Thanks, Morgan, Thank if you're you. listening yeah. to this. <laughs> yeah, she better be listening. Exactly. Um, yeah, come the, on, Morgan. The, um, <laughs> now, for Sandy, what did you do yes. to prepare for Sandy? Because you really nailed the accent. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I think for me, as far as accent-wise, it's just looking at the lines and figuring out which syllables to stress on that will make it the most southern but then again sound like myself because i did want like my voice to be recognized through it but at the same time you know you also want to have that southern twang to it yeah so but honestly the accent was probably one of the easiest parts for me because once you get it and you rehearse it it's it's just easy but i think the number one thing that people said was how do you do these accents and then remember to stick with it mm. like the whole time and it's like it's just the way you practice you pra yeah. you don't practice without the accents yeah um so yeah. i think that's like the most common misconception mm -hmm. and i don't know if you guys speaking of practice uh 
the um, Morgan and Riley mm-hmm. Maynard went to your dress rehearsal, yes. your second dress rehearsal, and that mm-hmm. was uh, putting the recap video yes. that is on the. That was awesome. YouTube Thank you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they did a great yeah, job. That was great. They they made as I said they make me look good. I was home doing other stuff when they were here. Doing it's so different from the dress rehearsals to the real thing because yeah, just looking very, at the recap, it's just the amount of growth within yeah, the next the, lo- the past week. Absolutely, it was crazy. And you guys oh, yeah. know the show better than anybody else. So when you see something little go wrong, just like with our show, I mm-hmm. mean the, the similarities between what we do with this show and you with your show, even though it's yours. Is much bigger and better. <laughs> when when little things go wrong, you notice that the audience exactly. usually yes. does it. Yeah, 100%. that's the thing. So, uh, so tell me everything that went wrong. No, I'm just kidding. No, literally, <laughs> we probably could. So Mar- yeah, Marquetti's listening could. to this saying, no. <laughs> no, people, people don't notice what we notice. That's the one thing I've yeah. learned. I'd be and like, oh, mom, you know how I messed this up? She'd be like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And you're like, you, you, at first you think maybe they're just not telling you, but then you're like, well, they don't know. They you know, don't know. The average person doesn't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, speaking of practicing, mm. this was originally supposed to go on in January, yes. as yes. most other shows. Yeah. So, but now, February, March, you had to wait two extra months. What was it like? Um, waiting that long, and what did you do during that time? We'll start with you, Marcus. Um, I actually was excited to hear that we had two extra months because at the time like i knew that covid ramps up in the winter and like that we were just getting into like the really bad seasons like january and february and like also i thought of it as we have more time to Mm -hmm. like practice and get this stuff down and build the set and everything like that so it was definitely i saw it as a good thing Uh, uh, props to the set people and mr jones the best a very Uh, tech heavy show and they really They really did it. They did. Yeah, they and were fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, 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 that's another thing. I, I have not been involved in a production since I was in elementary school. So it was back in the Stone Ages. Whoa. Stone <laughs> Ages. <laughs> oh we my had, god. We had no set. We did it in the cafeteria. You know, it was um, <laughs> there were there were no almost no props. But to do that, I know I remember I ran into Mr. Townsend coming out of the wood tech room with one of the with one of the. Not the stars, but one of the... You had the lead, flowers. The flowers, yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And I said, I said, looks great. You know, as a fan of the show, I knew exactly what it was mm-hmm. when he was coming down. And they, they worked hard. You all work hard. The amount of hours that go oh into... Oh, my gosh, that's crazy. goes into it. Yeah, and stuff. especially when you're in a first lead role. Absolutely. So, so what was it like, uh, let's go with you, Ethan, mm-hmm. the extra time? Well, the extra time, I felt like it was not just about getting ourselves fully prepared for a show for the first time in like two years I feel like it was also a time for a uh, underclassman to get to get used with the uh, Westwalk high school players because they, they've just been like dumped into high school right from middle school yeah. so, so it's yeah. so it's to them it's like a like a whole new world yeah and so um so I feel like um, this extra time was uh, was great because they uh, got got to know Miss Marquet, Miss Spellman, uh, the traditions we have here with the players, and yeah. the, and the also the true meaning of of what we have to offer yeah, here. Absolutely. So so it was extra time, but really overall when you take in the mm-hmm. pandemic and the fact that there was no show last year, yes, it, it, you've still lost time. 
So that yeah. extra time gave you more time to build relationships and, yep. and build a culture. Yeah, absolutely. What do you, what do you think, Sarah? The extra it was time? it was very much a blessing in disguise. I'm, we definitely could have put it on in January, but um, we contemplated it for a very long time. But you know, directly after the holidays with Christmas and New Year's, um, it was it was truly a blessing because we would have had to do it with masks, yeah. and it being in March and the state lifting it. It was we were able fortunate enough to do it without masks and we had time to tighten it up and to get it the best it could be and I, I really think it was the best move for us. Yeah. Um and it was it was awesome. I love the extra time. Let me ask you this. I'll ask one more question and then we'll go into SpongeBob trivia. Trivia. There's a couple of more voices I can do. And also, I, I found something out recently about SpongeBob that I did not know, and I want to see if you guys know it. Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, boy. And then we'll do that. Uh, most memorable moment oh on stage gosh. or behind stage, off stage, a most memorable moment from this production, Ethan. Uh, I got to say it's got to be BFF because uh, it, was, it was fun doing all, all the props and uh, doing all the the acting on stage, especially with the uh, the stretchable couch that we had, so fun. I had so much so much fun with that yeah, yeah. that couch, and we were able to really do a lot of all kinds of stuff and uh, work our way around BFF and, and that, uh, that's the number BFF best friends forever. Yes, yeah, and SpongeBob <laughs> jumping into my arms. I mean, oh, we yeah. we took some ideas and we made it our own, and that's I really love that song very oh, much. That's great. What about you, Marcus? Oh, my favorite moment was probably Saturday night in like the crowd. That crowd was just the best crowd. Like, oh my gosh! That really yeah. like, well, that was my the night. Crowds and that were was like amazing. the second time that we did it the, that day. And like, I don't know, I was just running on adrenaline in that night, and I was probably yeah. like oh my, my gosh, best awesome. run. Like, I, I love the. It was awesome. I have to agree with you that I I thought I was minorly concerned going in that having fewer people there would affect it. It uh, definitely did. did not for that, especially for that awesome. show. That's the only show I saw. But boy, I mean, it was, it was awesome. Awesome, yeah. crowd was amazing. I mean, as far as scenes go, I really loved doing chop to the top with Marcus. Just like climbing those boxes were so awesome after doing it for a million times and practicing. Yeah. But I would say, obviously, the final bow that we took was amazing. Just like being able to, just the clapping. It's just very much the adrenaline, like Marcus said. It, you feel accomplished at the very end. That's great. Mm -hmm. And, you know, your, your work comes to fruition. Everybody's exactly. there to cheer you on. Mm -hmm. We would like to thank the West Warwick Teachers Alliance, a supporter of West Warwick High School TV and the Media Broadcasting and Journalism Pathway, the WWTA, representing West Warwick educators in unity. Trivia. Uh, trivia. Trivia <laughs> coming up. Now, we're going to start with the amazingly easy. So okay. I'll, okay. I'll ask the question, and you can go one at a time. You can go one at a time answering it. Okay? Okay. All right. All right. Um, super easy softball over the plate. Where does SpongeBob work? At the Krusty Krab. <laughs> <laughs> the Krusty Krab. Yeah, right. Definitely the Krusty Krab. Okay. 
<laughs> that okay. was that was a good impression. Nico would have loved to you. say that. Thank yeah. you. Money. Actually, I'm gonna now. Money. I know you would all get that one. So uh, I'll give you the next one, and um, I'll have it just for one, and I'll and I'll give different questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So we'll start. Uh, we'll start with you. Uh, actually, we'll start with you, Sarah. We'll okay. All right. What is Mr. Krabs life goal? Mr. Krabs' life goal. That's oh. what I know he loves money, but like what's his so, life goal? Well, don't overthink it. He loves money. Well, he wants to overtake Sheldon Plankton, but I don't know. That's my answer. Overtake Sheldon? Well, he's already overtaken Sheldon. I mean, so I guess the other way around. Yeah, I don't know. So Okay, okay, so you don't know. All right, Marcus, what do you think? Is it make a million dollars? Oh, my gosh, maybe. Close enough just to make money. Make as much money as That's possible. That's it? Wow. Yeah, just to make money as okay. possible. Yeah. Wow. I, I was thinking of that. I was very much <laughs> overthinking, yeah, and I was uh, like, yeah. wait, money? No, it's still early in the game. Still early in the so game. True. Okay. Ethan, who runs the boating school that SpongeBob attends? <laughs> That's an easy one. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's an easy one. Got to be uh, Mrs. Puff. So true. Good noodle. This is it. Now, you were talking about you were talking about easy one. You're not cheating on your phone. No, I'm not. You? Okay. <laughs> no, trust me not. Scandal. Scandal in the SpongeBob cast. No. Okay. No. Which, Cheater. Which student has been enrolled in Mrs. Puff's boating school since it was founded but never passed a single test? SpongeBob. Yeah. Absolutely. And his okay. buddy joined yeah, I think, him. I think he's failed over one million times. Something like that. He's got so many good noodle stars. Yeah. Remember when he was the hall? The hall mm-hmm. monitor. Oh, my yeah. gosh. God, that was hilarious. <laughs> I think the first five seasons of that show were just yeah. good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Gil, Gil did him. Marcus, what instrument does Squidward play? The clarinet. Okay. If you didn't get that. Uh, no. Mayonnaise. Yeah, sometimes he's uh, he's good at playing the clarinet, and sometimes he's not. Yeah. I, I was wondering Depends. whether they were going to make him really bad, and they actually didn't do that mm-hmm. in this play. Spoiler <laughs> alert, Sebastian does not play the clarinet. <laughs> oh, Sorry oh, to ruin it. Ah. Yep, someone has to do it behind the scenes. There you go. Yes, our amazing clarinet player. Uh, what he plays trombone, I believe. In the, Trumpets. In the band. Tr- okay. Is it trombone, trumpet? trumpet. Yeah. I know he plays the trumpet. Well, one of those. Oh, okay. One of those brass instruments. Okay. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. Um, Ethan, mm-hmm. who is the Chum Bucket's owner and known as the show's villain? Oh, well, that could be easy. Uh, Sheldon J. Plankton. All right. Plankton. Okay. So funny. All right, so I've got some tougher ones here, too. Okay. So, so far, you've got three, three, and two, but it's still early in the game. Okay. All right. All right. Sarah? Yep. Who is identified as the lone land animal in Bikini Bottom? I wonder. Definitely Sandy Cheeks. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'd hope okay. I'd get that yeah, one. Yeah, I hope you'd get that one. Okay. Marcus, which character did SpongeBob sacrifice his wants for when he let it go and let it live free in the wild? Patrick? Uh, nope. No. Is it Gary? No. No, not Gary. Oh, Gary. Do you want to take a shot? I thought it was Gary. Can I try it? Can I do it? Is it the clam? No, not the clam. I didn't didn't even count that one against you. It is Mystery the Seahorse. Oh, Oh, my gosh. The seahorse. I knew it. I knew it. 
I might not have gotten that one. No, so. we okay. definitely oh. saw that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aww. How about this? Hey, have you seen Crab's daughter? She's as big as a whale. She's <laughs> <laughs> a whale. Pearl. Pearl. Okay. Um, okay. In the episode Dumped, which, garret, which character, uh, and this is... This is you now, where I'm saying. I don't know, maybe. Wh- which character does Gary follow around? Which character? Hmm. Oh, I, I know this one. I know this one. Squidward. <laughs> Question no, mark. No, good wah, try, though. Wah, wah, okay, wah. Uh, Marcus. Patrick. Patrick. He follows Patrick? Yeah. That's funny. He has I, a cookie I don't in his pocket. I'm... And then <laughs> it, 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 at the end, we You're find so out Patrick. Right. Gary, uh, no, uh, SpongeBob is crushed because mm-hmm. Gary just is not heartbroken. Giving him the time so of day. true. So, okay, Ethan. Ethan, what is Mr. Krabs' full name? Eugene H. Krabs. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what the H stands for. Do we know? Hell of a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah literally. Okay. In the episode Rock Bottom, this is for you, Sarah. Okay. How did SpongeBob reach rock bottom? That's when he went down and saw those strange... Oh, my gosh. Like, it has something to do with, like, Love World. I remember that episode. I do. I think he, like, took the wrong bus. He did! Yeah, he right. took the wrong bus. All right. Marcus, what is what are the two things that SpongeBob is very much afraid of? Two specific mm. things. Hmm. Um, I think I know one of them. Is it? Oh yeah, I do know one of them. Oh my god, what? I have no idea. What... I could take a okay. good shot at it. Uh, hold on, Ethan's turn. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? All right. Uh, one thing he's afraid of. I think it's the dark. Okay. Oh. What's the other one? Um, it was the dark? I was thinking characters. Well, one is the dark. Oh, I was going to say that. The two things. One is the dark, but there's another one. Ah. Uh, I don't know if this is a hard one or an easy one. It's a hard one. Huh. Is it a person? I can't answer that. Okay. Oh, okay. The the judges are staring okay. at me. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. You're scared of <laughs> it. All right. Uh, another thing is... Dark, darkness and what else, do you know? Dark and one... Uh, the Alaskan bullworm? No, that's a good one. That's a good one. It's clowns. Oh, I was oh, gonna say clowns. the hash slinging slasher. Ooh, that was another one. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, would you have taken I'm that? I'm cleaning the bathroom. No, at, at night. night. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh boy, it's three a.m. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody's tied with oh four right now. So wow. Oh, wow. I, only a cu- couple of questions left. I I, th- I like the fact that everybody's tied because first of all, I don't have a prize. <laughs> the prize is being here. All, mm-hmm. you, you all did a great job. Okay. Um, you guys may not know this. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me see. Sarah. I guess we'll see. Okay. Uh, who voices SpongeBob? Mm-hmm. In the oh, TV Marcus series? knows this. What's his name? Marcus, don't you know this? Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know. Okay. You don't know. Who, who is it, Marcus? Tom Kenny. Tom Kenny. <laughs> Tom Kenny. I knew Marcus knew it. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So you got that. Uh, Ethan, this is a tough one. What is SpongeBob's work title? SpongeBob's work title. Isn't that Fry Cook? Uh, No, not according to this. It should be Fry Cook. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it should be Fry Cook. Is it called Grill Member? 
It is the vice assistant general manager of certain things. What? 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 I have what never is heard that? that. No. Fry cook no. of the month. Fry, yeah, no, fry cook. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. I've never heard of that. Okay. So, and th- this next one's going to bring me to one of my points. But, uh, okay, Sarah. Yeah. Who is Bikini Bottom's favorite superhero? That's Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. Yes. <laughs> they weren't in it. Yeah. They weren't in it, and I was like... I know. Well, they were referenced. They were referenced. Once. And you know, it's funny because the guy who did the voice for Mermaid Man mm-hmm. was Ernest Borgnine. Yeah. An actor in Hollywood for many years, and he mm-hmm. won an Oscar. Yeah. But what is he known for? Mermaid Man. And the other one was Tim Conway. Yeah. Did Barnacle Boy. He was a comedian on the Carol Burnett show and <clears throat> for years. And I was like, that sounds like Tim Conway. I and know. It, and it's it crazy. When we did Superhero Seniors for Spirit Week, me and my friend Sam Strain, shout out to you if you're listening to this, we dressed up as Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. And it was so funny. And everyone asked uh, if they were in the show. And I had to say no, but they are a reference. Okay. Marcus, this is a tough one. Where did Squidward move in the episode Squidville? Uh, is it? It's not Squidville. Nope. Um, okay. Sorry. So, who, who, what is it? I I know it. I know it starts with squid. Yeah, I know squids in it. Squid. Uh, Tentacle Acres. Yeah. Oh, oh, how do you know that? It was on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> how did he know? The, the, the name of the ice cream, the, the, the name of the episode yeah. was Squidville. Yeah. What was, remember that episode, <laughs> yeah. like the Spongebob episode where it was like, sp- when he was perfect and he lived in like a... Normal, the normal episode. Um, right yeah. There. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that was, that was really something. That was funny. That's also a good episode. Okay, so I'm going to give one more, everybody's tied and I'm going to give one more question to... Um, to break the tie and... Rapid fire. Ra- ra- yeah. So whoever, just raise your hand and I'll um, I'll, uh, I'll call on you. Let me see. <laughs> okay, uh, going back to uh, school. Let me see. While Plankton and Mr. Krabs are practically enemies day and night, what is the one notable thing they have in common? Mm-hmm. Yes. They're both owners of their own restaurant. That is a very good guess, but not correct. Oh. It's, it's simpler than that. Uh, I didn't know this, but don't just... They both aren't they the same age? Are they? More specifically? They went to school together? No, no, you... you age. They're the same age in the show. Okay, what does that mean? Same what do age. they share? Birthday. Yes! They share a birthday? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Say the same thing. I knew they there had the to be an episode though. about that now. There had to be an wow, episode. Oh, Spongebob, so. you, I mean, you should have won that. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. so Spongebob just ekes it out. All right, one so uh, let me tell you one thing, guys. I want to thank you very much for indulging my what should be childhood fantasy, but I wasn't a child once. I was like 30 when SpongeBob <laughs> came on the air. But uh, You can enjoy it, too. I love SpongeBob. It's so yes. good. The person who does the voice for Mr. Krabs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you guys know who it, who it is? Like, like, I didn't know who it is. I don't know where. Oh, I know who it is. Yeah, it's Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown. Do you know who Clancy Brown? He's been in some very famous movies. Oh yeah, I've I've actually seen him in one. uh, His famous one was the Shawshank Redemption. That's right. Really? Clancy Brown was the dirty prison guard in Shawshank Redemption. 
the really bad Oh, yeah, you, you've got to see him in that movie. He I've is, never seen he that movie. so accurate. And I found that out because I was watching the Rich Eisen show, mm-hmm. and he was on. And he was also in the original Highlander with, with people who live forever with... Uh, uh, that was back in the 80s, and, and he's been around for a long time. And so then he did the voice, and he and, and he said, yeah, I did, the, I did the voice for Mr. Krabs, and he said kids would write to me, and then I'd write back and say, send me money, and then they told me I couldn't do that anymore because apparently some kids sent him money. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, wow. But I don't know how people do that voice, honestly. Even Nico. Yeah. But the crazy part is they casted the show not knowing that any of us could do the voices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. They didn't even know, and it was crazy when Nico spoke for the first time. It really took us all by surprise. Yeah. Did, you yeah. see, did you see him in the rap? up video that they did he, he oh my he gosh did his the interview, interview in character yeah. honey i saw it it was so funny yeah <laughs> oh my gosh i can't yeah yeah and it's you awesome sh- you should watch the shawshank redemption it's actually one of the marked as one of the greatest films of all time really yeah, that's the one with uh, tim robbins and morgan freeman and they're in a prison oh. in maine back in the 50s i never watched it yeah two it incredible is, actors and yeah such morgan a great freeman movie. is uh, yeah, Morgan. I, I'd want Morgan Freeman to narrate my life. He's, he's the, he's the <laughs> yeah. all voice talent bows to Morgan Freeman. Exactly. James Earl Jones, mm-hmm. Andy Sakaris, who did the voice, who did the voice of Gollum in uh, Lord of the Rings and mm. Snoke in uh, the Star Wars movies. Yeah, a lot of great actors with very distinct voices. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you very, very much. Thanks for tuning in. All music and sound effects for the podcast come from We Video, Speechello, and My Instance, which I use along with Twisted Wave to produce the show. This has been a presentation of the media broadcasting and journalism pathway at West Warwick High School. If you're a student interested in learning more about radio, TV, and journalism, then, then you can get in touch with me, Mr. White, at ewhite at www-ps.com. More information about the pathway is also below on the YouTube version of this show. You can also listen to the Words with Wizards podcast on Spotify and Google. The pathway and shows like this are not possible without sponsor support. Part of being a sponsor is that you and your business can get exposure on this and other pathway broadcasts. Funding goes toward the purchase of new equipment, student scholarships, and professional development. You can find more information on sponsorships, which are tax-deductible, at the bottom of the YouTube version of this podcast. Speaking of sponsorships, a big thank you to the West Warwick Teachers Alliance, which has been a great and supportive sponsor throughout this entire year. Thank you very much for your support. Representing West Warwick teachers in unity. Have an idea for the show? Visit the Words with Wizards webpage at www.hstv.com. There's a form on the page that you can fill out to let me know about your ideas for the show. And that's it for me today. We'll see you back here soon, I promise. Till then, stay safe and stay informed.